We'll begin this evening in the book of Matthew, then we'll go back to the book of Genesis. Matthew chapter 24, verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. These are words of Jesus, and he's comparing an event that has happened to one that has not happened yet. We're looking forward to the event that hasn't happened yet. The event that has happened is recorded back in the book of Genesis, chapters uh, 6 and 7. We'll go back and read some of the verses uh, from chapter 6. Genesis 6, beginning at verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And he repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing, and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. And verse 11 and 12, the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted his way upon the earth. As God looked down from heaven, saw the wickedness of man, he saw the wickedness was great upon this earth. Every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. That means non-stop. Continually, it just continues on. Those evil thoughts from their hearts all the time. Does this sound like today? Wickedness of man is out of control. Evil thoughts, evil deeds, hatred, pride, jealousy, and all kinds of sinful deeds, hatred against God and hatred against Christians, corruption seems to be everywhere. That's where we're living today. We're, we're living today in times like it was in the day of Noah's time. We can be sure that God, as he looks down upon this earth today, He's disappointed. May you be sorry that you ever created man. God's plan was for man to serve him, worship him. That was God's plan. But down through the ages of time, man has rejected God, turned God aside, went his own way. And through that, we have what we have in the world today. In Noah's day, there was hope for the sinner. For the ones that came around, as Noah was building the ark, Noah told them, he warned them, what was going to happen. They, they had an opportunity. They could, they could have had hope. 
If they were just prepared to be in the ark, they would have been safe in the ark. Today, there's hope for the sinner. Just pray and get saved. It's really just that simple. For a person to just come before the Lord, confess their sins, tell the Lord they're sorry, ask Jesus to come into their lives, Jesus will come in and make a total change in a person's life. It's not difficult. It's not hard. And the rewards are outstanding. Genesis 6, 8 says, But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Noah found grace. He found mercy. Found compassion. He found forgiveness. God knew where Noah was at. Verse 9 says, Noah was a just man and perfect in his generations. And Noah walked with God. That's the key right there. Noah walked with God. As God looked down upon this wicked world at that time and saw the wickedness, he saw Noah also. He knew where he was at. It says that Noah walked with God. He was faithful. He was obedient to the Lord. Noah is listed uh, with the heroes of faith over in the New Testament. The book of Hebrews, the 11th chapter, says, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he com- uh, condemned the world and became the heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. By faith. Noah had faith. Noah believed God. When God told him to build an ark, he believed a flood was coming. And Noah warned the people about the flood. 2 Peter 2.5 says, And spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing the flood upon the world, of the ungodly. He was a preacher of righteousness. He, he took time to warn the people, to let them know that uh, there was a day coming, that there was going to be a flood. Up to this time, they had never seen a flood. Up till this time, it had not rained. But God, Noah believed it was going to happen. Noah believed God, and when God gave him those instructions, he believed it was going to happen. Genesis 6, verses 13 and 14, And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come up before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood, room shall thou make, in the ark, and shall pitch it within and without with pitch. And then we won't read the next few verses, but the next few verses, uh, God gives Noah the blueprint for building the ark. He told him how long to make it, how wide to make it, how high to make it. 
to put one door in it, to put one window in it. And, and, and Noah followed uh, those instructions. He followed the blueprint that God laid out for him. He had never done anything like that before. But he believed God. And he looked to the Lord for strength to be able to do that. And it wasn't just a week or two or a year or two. The years came and went. But he was faithful. He continued to build day after day, week after week, year after year. And warning the people that there's a day coming. Verse 22, we'll skip down that verse. It says, Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. Noah was obedient, and it paid off. As Christians today, we need to be obedient to the word of God. It it will pay off. We we have a reward coming. We, We have a goal that we're looking to, and that's heaven. And we, we won't be ready for that day. When the ark was finished, Noah and his family went in to the ark. The animals went in to the ark. And God closed the door. The flood came. You know, we can only try to imagine what it might have been like. And we we can't even come close to what it was really like. You know, knowing his family, besides having friends, they no doubt had relatives. They no doubt had, Noah might have had a brother or sister. His sons, their wives, uh, they, they had families. So we, we, we really can't imagine what it must have been like as they, as knowing his family went in the ark. And they had already pleaded with their family, with their friends, to come on in the ark with them. But they refused. But as they stepped in the ark and God closed the door, what it must have been like, how, how they must have felt after asking and asking over and over for them to just come in the ark with them, But then we can't imagine what it was like for the people on the outside when it started to rain. We can't imagine at that point they probably wanted to get into the ark. But it was too late. It was too late then. They had an opportunity. But they passed it by. We have an opportunity today to faithfully serve the Lord. But there's a day coming. The trumpet's going to sound. The saints of God will be raptured out of this world. We don't want to be here for what's coming to this world. People are being warmed today. Being invited to pray, to give their lives to the Lord. There's a day coming. So where are we at on God's time clock today? God has a time clock. 
God knows when you're going to tell Jesus to come get his children. God knows that. We need to be ready for that day. We'll go back to Matthew. The verse I already read. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. There's a comparison there, isn't there? For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. We'll go back in the, uh, chapter 24 to verse 4 and read some verses here. Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, and pestilences, and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. We've seen that. We're seeing that today. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. We are seeing these signs today. Our nation today is rejecting God. Our world today is rejecting God. You know, no one and his family were saved from the flood because they were safe in the ark. To be saved from a lost eternity... One must be saved, born again, born anew, a life-changing experience. Have to be to make heaven our home. Must repent and turn their backs on sin. So in comparison to Noah building the ark, I'd like to ask the question, where are we at? Today, as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. So where are we at in comparison? Today, we have world leaders that are talking about the Great Reset. They're talking about one world government, one world currency, And the list goes on and on. Things are changing. Not like they have been. So in comparison, Noah building the ark. Where's he at? Is it half built? Is he just finishing up the finishing touches? Maybe going around to make sure that pitch spread over all the wood 
no cracks, so water won't seep in? Are the animals going into the ark? You know, it was a miracle that God gave Noah the strength and the knowledge to build the ark. But it was really a miracle when the animals started going into the ark. You know, I thought that, you know, people on that day could have said, well, that's Uncle Noah. He's always done strange things. My grandpa Noah, I can't believe some of the things he's done. And now he's, he's saying there's going to be a flood and he's, he's building this big thing. I, I just don't know about him. You know, there could have been thoughts like that. They could, they, they no doubt made fun of him. Okay. But what about when the animals started going into the ark? That wasn't Noah. That wasn't natural. What about the lions and the tigers and the bears and all the wild animals? They weren't wild going into the ark. They, 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 they started coming into the ark just like God said they were going to come into the ark. Two by two, male and female. Two by two, going into the ark. This animal, then the next one, then a tall one, and a short one, a fast one, and a slow one. They're, they're heading into the ark. People had to be around seeing that and watching that. What did they think? What do people think today? And they see the signs of the time. What's going on? What, what about people that have been raised in the gospel and walked away from it? What are they thinking today? As they see what's going on in our world today. So are the animals going into the ark? Is it down to ten animals going into the ark? Maybe it's down to two animals. You know, we don't know in comparison, but as we look at the signs of the times, we'd have to say that the animals are going in the ark. It may be down to just a few left that haven't gotten the ark yet. Jesus is coming. We believe that. Every one of us here tonight believe that. We're living in a, in a lost world that needs to be saved. But as Christians, we have hope. We're thankful for that. So to the family of God tonight, we don't have to fear. We've already heard about that tonight. We don't have to fear. We have hope. But we have to keep focused. We have to keep serving the Lord. Thirteenth verse of Matthew 24 says, He that shall endure until the end, the same 
shall be saved. It's one thing to start, but we have to finish. He that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. We're going to be raptured out of this whole world. When? We don't know. It could be today. It might be a year. It might be two years. But we have to be ready today. Just stay faithful. That's, that's, that's the message for the family of God tonight. Just stay faithful. But then if there, if there is one here tonight, and I know this goes out on our website, so there could be hundreds of people in this service tonight. But if there's anyone here or on the website that's unsaved, we encourage you to pray tonight. Time is running out. Jesus is coming. Noah said there was going to be a flood. The people didn't get in the ark. Just Noah and his family. It didn't change things. The flood came. Jesus is coming. Pray tonight. In your home. Here in this beautiful sanctuary. Wherever you are. Stop and pray tonight. If you're not ready, ask Jesus to save you. Ask him to come into your life and make a change. Give you that hope. Because if you're not saved, you have no hope. I, I would say you have fear. But Jesus gives hope. So we're going to have a song of invitation. And we invite each one of you to come and pray tonight.